everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, an important discussion, Dan, we about... Have, we have a message. About hatred in this world. And about, and about, like, not contributing to it. Yeah. We don't need to do that. We don't need to do that. Uh, we got we got a whole thing. Uh, yeah. That's, li- for, that's for the believers, Dan. Hatred is for the believers. Let's us <laughs> leave it aside. Set a good example. Yeah. Yeah. We're, su- we're supposed to be, uh, what, sort of enlightened? Are we supposed to be enlightened? Man, do we talk like we are. <laughs> Our whole, the whole atheist community just loves to talk like we know everything there oh, is to I know. know. Yeah. I feel oh. like I'm enlightened. So snooty. Do you feel like, I feel. I mean, <laughs> here's the thing. I hate the idea of being enlightened. Oh, my like, God. Just like, our self-applying I, yeah. that word. Right. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I expect all of our listeners to call us, you and I, enlightened. But we would never self-apply. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't... I, yeah, I don't... I don't that's <laughs> yeah. not happening anytime soon. No, they've listened to the show, Dan. That's true. They've, <laughs> they, they're aware that we're not enlightened. Oh, they know. <laughs> they've been informed. Need not say anything about it. Well, Dan. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've noticed. Notice my cheeks, Dan. My cheeks and my neck. Just uh, pillowy soft and... Oh, my God. And... Uh, and all shaved down. Well, and well-groomed. Well-groomed. Yeah. Uh, hey, listen, we had somebody write into us yeah. and and remind us that it can be helpful to spell harrys.com. Oh, okay. Uh, Is there something else out there? Because we're talking about something that's to do with hair. Oh, and you yeah. may not want to spell it H-A-I-R-I-E-S or something like that. Okay. Harrys.com. Harry, as in the name, H-A-R-R-Y. Harry's.com uh, is our sponsor. Yeah. And they, uh, yeah, so they're, it's a shaving club. Yeah. A, a, a subscription service. You, yeah. you sign up. Uh, when you do, you sign up for, you get a free, uh, a bunch of free stuff. You get a free kit mm-hmm. uh, so that you can try it out. Make sure that it's what you like. Mm-hmm. We know you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get the, uh, the precision engineered five blade cartridge yeah you get the ergonomic handle we love it right you get the uh the shave gel it's it's it smells wonderful it smells and wonderful it works great and, and just glides that yeah i i will remind our listeners that you had the experience of thinking this is this can't be any good it's not pulling on my hair right it's yeah it's not i don't it's feel so any, comfortable it's too smooth yeah. it can't be working and that's not true. That is not how that works. It, if it's gliding nicely and easily, that means it's better. Yeah. 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 No. Uh, I, I, have, I feel like I've experienced less irritation. Yeah. Um, so, so I don't know if that's a promise that we're allowed to make, but like that's been my experience. That's your experience. Uh, I, think you, I think you're likely to feel less irritation uh, yeah. with these things. Uh, but go to harrys.com, H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com slash T-G-I atheist. That's how you get the free kit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they set you up with the free kit. You also get a little travel thing on, over it. If you like it, you just stay signed up, and they send you. Uh, they, you know, they just send you a blade when you need it. Yeah, like you don't ever have to worry about like ah crap, this thing's getting dull. Right. Because right. the second it does, boop, there's a new one in the mail. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, and then if you don't like it, just cancel, and you're out nothing. You're out uh, shipping. Yeah. You just pay for shipping and you get it all for free. 
You can afford shipping. And you help out uh, your favorite Frank and Dan. Yeah, so, tell them how they can do that. So Dan. you just go to harrys.com slash Atheist. No, TGIA. Just TGIA. <laughs> wow, Dan. And, uh, and that'll do it. it harrys.com slash TGIA. Sign up there and you're, uh, you're good to go. Indeed you are. Dan. Yes, sir. Um, I've got a story about some vandalism. Uh-oh. Vandalism of a, of a mosque. Oh, dear. This is unfortunately a theme that is out there at the moment. Oh, There's a they, lot. they love to do it. Yeah. Oh, the, 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 the scared Christians. Oh, yeah. And scared. I don't know. What are they scared of? New people in the neighborhood? Muslims. Who, who maybe the, you know, they look, maybe look a little different. Maybe not though. A new That's a new really scary. Islamic center popped up in my neighborhood or near near my neighborhood. Where? Oh, just over by the uh the overpass. I'll have to keep my eyes open. Yeah, you can kind of see I it. Keep my eyes on it. Yeah, yeah, uh, keep when your, I'm driving keep by. Watch. It was is in a, is it in an, an existing building or did they built something new? They built something new it looks like. No way. Yeah, but it's it's tucked away. It. It's hard to find. Anyway, I'll ask more about it on my way out. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I do want to go see it. I want to gawk. Uh, anyway, you, you I want to vandalize it is what you want to do. <laughs> no, I actually don't. Uh, up in Minnesota, um, it initially strikes you as almost funny. Okay. Um, but it's not. Um, a mosque was vandalized with bacon. Oh, they've been doing this. Yeah. We've been seeing this. It kind of it rolls off the tongue, and it sounds funny. It's not. They think it's um, so hilarious. Yeah. First uh, of all, I'll tell you why it's not funny. You're wasting bacon. <laughs> and you know what? Perfectly good bacon. A member of the, the community of the mosque that was uh, um, vandalized uh-huh. with bacon, she actually makes the same point. She went on Twitter. <laughs> she was like, instead of throwing bacon at our mosque, why not cook it up and serve it to some hungry families yeah. in Rochester who do eat pork products? What a waste of money and food. She doesn't comment on how delicious it is, but she probably doesn't, she may fair, know. She probably doesn't know yeah, how delicious it is. It's tricky. Uh, yeah, so uh, this is, this happened in, I just said it, Rochester, Minnesota. And they, sorry, you mentioned that they, did they throw it at the mosque? No, the pictures, they might have thrown it. The pictures. So you also have this image of just like, oh, bacon, mosque, uh, that, mm. that I don't know, in a different universe, maybe funny. Um but then you see like animal bits sort of it is just bacon out of a package but fatty meaty tissue in a clump on the doorstep it's kind of actually a disturbing image yeah. um it i mean it's it's like it, it would take you would, if it was on your doorstep you'd be like what the fuck is that yeah it's right? gross um and then of course it's being used as a as a means to intimidate uh, these these right. good folk. The the um, idea here is for those who don't know is that uh, the Muslims don't eat pork. They don't touch pork. It's not. It's it's something that they they feel is uh, unclean and yeah against their religion. Right. So ha ha ha. Right. Now you can't. I put it on your doorknob. Now you can't even open the door to your own mosque. Ha ha ha. Yeah, like it's not going to get picked up, like it's not going to get wiped down. Like it means anything. Like, All it, but they know what it means. What it means is we hate you and you're not welcome. Right. 
Um, now, interestingly enough, the uh, incident is being investigated as a crime of bias. Um, Minnesota does not have a hate crime law, so this cannot be tried as a hate crime law. But it, a crime, do they have crime of bias laws? How is that different? I have no idea. That's the same thing. But anywho, um, strips of bacon and, and uh, even uh, entire pig head, pig heads have been dumped outside mosques um, in places like Florida, Nebraska, Nevada, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Oklahoma. Um, and this, of course, is not the first uh, mosque that's been vandalized in Minnesota. Uh, last oh, August, right. Bloomington, Minnesota, uh, there was a pipe bomb. Yeah, uh, that, that's right. You know, it did, did a little damage, didn't hurt anybody, thank God. Um, but this is, yeah, this is, we're going to be getting to more of this, um, coming up. We already teased it. Oh, for a second, I thought you were going to say, you were saying we were going to get to more violence and, and no, the second, second half of the show. Okay. Right. You and I are going to be talking about this some more. Yeah. 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 So yeah. We'll get more into some of the details. It's ugly and, and stupid. Uh, don't participate listeners. If you, <laughs> if you were interested in doing it, don't. Uh, but our listeners are awesome and don't do that. So, but we'll talk about it later. Yeah. I'm going to take us to Lufkin, Texas, <laughs> Angelina County, Texas, uh, where there was a recent hubbub. Hubbub. Uh, thank God they've restored the tax forms there to their previous, oh. uh, incarnation. Oh. The tax forms used to say, in God we trust. Right at the top of the tax form, uh, which uh, is legal, uh, has stood many uh, uh, tests, legal tests in this country because it happens to be our national motto um, because everybody's an idiot. But uh, a new um, a, a new tax. Uh, what's her? What is her title? Uh Tax County Tax Assessor slash Collector oh. decided to create a new form, and she thought, "Well, if that's a good if, if that's a good uh, motto, why don't we throw a different motto? I'll throw my motto on. I'll throw my own stamp on it." Oh no! So she changed oh, no. it to "Believers Serving Our Citizens." What? Now here's what's okay. Here's where <laughs> this goes off the rails. This cre- created a hubbub. There was a stir, uh, and but it was again. It was the wrong stir. Um, the local sheriff in town, uh, Greg Sanchez, uh, took to Facebook and just start to wanted to start a conversation about how it was wrong to take think to take uh, in God we trust off of these forms. Oh boy. Because I think most people thought that she was actually trying to be nicer to those who don't believe the same as them. She was not. No. She just thought she was. She got to do her own motto, whatever she wanted. Oh and that's God. the one she... This is a woman who, in her government office, has a cross hanging on the wall oh, no. and a big picture that says something about, like, you know... Uh, I don't know, some religious thing or other. Right, okay. Uh, and she, she was, she, there was a big hubbub. Put the, in God we try. It doesn't even have the word God on it anymore. Everybody was mad about the wrong things. Oh my God. Nobody was making the actual appropriate comment, which was uh, maybe there should be no religious message at all 
on fucking tax forms. I don't think there really needs to be a message. No message. You, nothing that you put on there could possibly make me feel better about my paying my taxes. Have a nice nothing. day doesn't help anything either. <laughs> so how about just you just give me a form yeah. and I'll just pay my taxes. Easy enough. It doesn't have to say anything. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. So um, apparently it, she should have just put believers, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, for helping our community or whatever. Yeah. Well, then it's in. Then she's in trouble because that's about a Canadian. Ew. Yeah, you don't want that. Oh, fuck that kid. Those guys. Those guys are gross. <laughs> she. Uh, her. Her defense. Uh, Billy Page, the uh, the tax ex- uh, assessor slash collector. Her. What she said after the big Facebook dust up was. We're believers in Jesus Christ here. It was a misinterpretation of what I meant, and it got out of out on Facebook, and a bigger deal was made out of it than wasn't necessary. I bet not all of you are believers in Jesus. <sighs> God, not I, all of you. If, if any of I'd you are, if if any of our listeners are in Angelina County, and it's likely that somebody is, yeah. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry that you live there. That sucks. Well, sorry that you have to deal with that. Yeah. You know, but I know nothing about the place. You and I it drove really through nice Texas. to live. You and I drove through Texas. I have a wonderful community, Dan. We, we saw what what it's all about. Like, Texas has, everywhere you drive, something says Jesus-y, Jesus, Jesus on it. I know. It's it's a pain in the ass. It, it's, it, it's almost so much. It, it's Well, it's the um, the whole, you know... You know, you're going to wear it out. Thing, yeah. Right? Yeah. You, like, it's, you really are. Like, you know what? It, it kind of turns into white noise. It's wore out. Yeah. It's done This whole out. Jesus belief crosses everywhere, bleeding Jesus, billboards with his thorny, bleedy face, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like, it, you, just, you just start ignoring it when you live in that part of the world. And it just... So now, is that what they want? They don't want you ignoring Jesus. Yeah. <sighs> I yeah. don't know. You, I don't know how much you could could really ignore all that crap, but you do tune out a lot of it. I'm sure they do. I'm sure if you live there, you do. Well, I mean, in Oklahoma, I used to tune out a lot of it. Yeah, you so. just you just don't even notice it after this yeah. after a minute. Blah. All right. Well, Pope Watch, Dan. Pope Watch. Seems like we always are talking about the Pope, but the Pope keeps saying things. Well, he that's his job, and He's sometimes definitely gonna say some he stuff. says something we agree with, and other times he says something that we don't like. Sure. Um, and this time it's actually uh, something that uh, we agree. I agree with. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he is admonishing uh, the uh, countries, the wealthy countries of this world, uh, to take as many refugees as possible. Um, he's he he's trying to fight this this trend that is is bubbling up uh, here in the United States, yeah, in various European countries. We don't do refugees uh, that we've talked here. about. Um, and uh, yeah, he says uh, this was he took some questions from journalists while on the uh, papal plane. Sure, Air Pope, uh, Air Vatican One. <laughs> Uh, he says each country must do this with the virtue of government, which is prudence, and take in as many refugees as it can, as many as it can integrate, educate, give jobs to. 
think that's absolutely right. We're living through a flood of refugees who are fleeing war and hunger. Uh, the article goes into some of the conditions uh, that the North uh, African refugees that are uh, flooding in. Uh, they, they are taking these horrendous boat rides across the Mediterranean, yeah. trying to get, namely, to, to Italy. Right. Um, he Ris- says Risking that, life and limb. Yeah. And so these human traffickers in Libya um, exploit migrants passing through, um, um, you know, the, the Libya is kind of in a little bit of chaos at the moment. Yeah. Um, migrants who are stripped, or I'm sorry, migrants who are stopped in Libya, Libyan waters are often turned back and sent to detention centers in Libya where they face execution, torture, and open slave markets. Great. Um, wow. So, I mean... It's, to be to be risking that right the situation that they are fleeing elsewhere uh in in North Africa is must horrendous be horrifying yeah um and we know that it is and uh he says uh this is what he tweeted about this uh, he says a person's dignity does not depend on them being a citizen a migrant or a refugee saving the life of someone fleeing war and poverty is an act of humanity yeah not only that, but let's not forget that, like, I mean, okay, so the Trumpites of mm-hmm. this world have forgotten the fact that if you welcome someone in and help them, they become a productive, awesome member of our society. I th- was it, I, I, I think uh, it was pointed out, somebody pointed out that a huge percentage of America's Nobel Prize winners... Mm-hmm. Are immigrants. Oh, wow. Are people who came from another country. Yeah. We do better when we enfranchise people from other countries. Yeah. It enhances our culture. Yeah. We get better. We get more foods. Mm-hmm. We get we, we get benefits. If, if They contribute you, yeah. to society. And if, if all you want and if all you're into is just more interesting restaurants in your community, yeah. there's that. Sure. But there's so much more. I mean, let's face it. It's not like Trump is going to experiment with it. Ooh, new ooh, Lebanese. No. 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 He's going to stick to his McDonald's. That's but fine. I will say this. Uh, when you uh, when you enfranchise, mm-hmm. the whole community gets improved. Absolutely. When you make them feel less than, when you make them feel uh, outsider, when you, make, when you, when you disenfranchise... You create terrorists. Mm-hmm. You create ill will in the world, and mm-hmm. ill will breeds uh, more ill will. Yeah, and then you create enemies. Yeah. So those are your options. It feels like the choice is easy. It feels like that should be an mm, easy choice. I know. Mm, I don't know though, Dan. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm going to move on to the Great White North, eh? Uh, up in Canada, where a a man. <laughs> Two men were arrested. Um, these were former uh, leaders of mm. a fundamentalist Mormon sect in Canada. Oh. Yeah, that's uh, right. They have those. They do. We th- we only think about them here in the states. We're, we're, we're mainly concerned with the cult here in downtown yeah. Salt Lake. Not so much. <laughs> we have, but don't let it be said that Utah doesn't have exports because oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we cultural we, exports at that. That's right. We sent some up north. We sent some down south. Oh yeah, which is where we get Mitt Romney's family from. Ugh. Uh, but these are, but apparently, uh, some fundamentalist uh, 
Mormonism is thriving up in Canada. Uh, it's not so. Here's the thing: Canada, just like the United States, has laws against polygamy, mm-hmm. uh, which these fellows were not and did not obey. We're not obeying. Continue not to obey. Mm. Uh, Winston Blackmore and James Oler are the two fellows, each found guilty in British Columbia of one count of polygamy, which is odd because between them they have 29 wives. So which is the one that doesn't, that's not okay, <laughs> is what I'm wor- wondering about. Maybe it just doesn't matter. I don't know. That maybe it's just the fact that they are engaged in polygamy. Yeah, I guess so. You don't get them for wife two, wife three, wife four, wife five. That Maybe it's not all. Or maybe they're just not trying. I don't think they're trying because both of these guys got house arrest. Oh, God. Uh, Blackmore, who's 61, was sentenced to six months conditional, uh, a six-month Conditional sentence served under house arrest and then one year of probation. Oler got three months uh, and and probation. Um, Blackmore, by the way, has been prolific with these wives. Oh. Siring 149 children. Oh, my God. Now, how he can afford to clothe and feed... 149 children oh I will God. never know. Uh, the, well, the, I mean, they must be making money. Maybe they get some of the those uh, the 32 billion. <laughs> Not to complicate matters. <laughs> what what are you talking about? The church's holdings. Oh, just... right. No, that's that's a different church. That I is know. it doesn't feel like it is, but it, it those those are entirely different religions. I know. The, maybe they they feel responsible. <laughs> maybe. I they did start so. it all. Oh no, they'd rather keep that. Yeah, that that's money. True. Uh, the that's theirs. Yeah, these guys. Uh, both of them married underage girls. Ugh, uh, I don't think get them for that. This is what bothers me. You know, it doesn't bother me at all if so. If adults want to marry in configurations that don't make sense to my brain, I don't care. You know, if consenting adults decide, well, yes, I want. to. I'm a man and I want to marry, blah, you know, 42 women, or I'm a woman and I'm fine being one of 42 wives. But you are so far down that slippery slope, Dan. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm fine with that. I'm 100%. You know that- I don't care. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, look, I'm okay with adults deciding to marry each other. Okay. And if they're gay or if they're straight or if they're bi or if they're poly, it doesn't matter to me. But it matters to me if they marry underage people. That's yeah, compelled. No, clearly, clearly. And that's what that's what people should be outraged about. Blackmore's uh, ten of Blackmore's wives were seventeen at the time. Ugh. Three were sixteen, and one was fifteen. He had a fifteen-year-old. No. You that said he three married. were fifteen, or one was fifteen. One was fifteen. One was 15. Wow. Three were sixteen. Good lord. I mean, it's just come on. That we can. I mean. The other ones, one could argue whether or not they were compelled by their sort of religious leaders, by, by, by the brainwashing that happens in religion all the time. That can be argued. Um, and reasonable people may disagree. No one reasonable can disagree with the fact that you can't, that a, seven, that a 15-year-old can, can honestly make the decision to marry for life. 
That's an unreasonable position to take. They time, cannot consent. Time and all eternity, Dan. Right? All eternity. I consent to marry. I am 15, and yes, I consent to marry you, 45-year-old or whatever. Yeah. Forever. For eternity. I totally have the capacity to make that call. And you said 29 wives? Uh, tw- 20. Between right? the two of them. Oh, okay. Uh, 29 wives. Wow. Wow. Good Just Lord. insane. All right. Well, Dan. Hmm? Uh, Jim Carrey. He's a he's another Canadian. Another Canadian. Yeah. Uh, he is uh, something of an artist. We've talked about his art on the show before. He, he does art. He uh, he paints. I saw a video of him painting one time. He, there... he paints like a wealthy person. <laughs> he just has gallons and gallons of very expensive paint that he just liberally just sort of drizzles over everything. Anyway. It's interesting to watch an, a wealthy person paint. It's, right, because it's a different experience. It's a different thing. Yeah. Uh, so Jim Carrey, uh, no fan of Donald Trump. No. He uh, he does not like the man. <laughs> he uh, he actually has painted other things of Donald Trump. Sure. Uh, so just this last week, he shared a new painting uh, that depicts... Uh, Donald Trump uh, crucifying Jesus Christ. Oh. Uh, it's actually pretty well done, I have uh-huh. to say. I mean, it's not like a great piece of art. Sure. But uh, and it, 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 but you can tell it's Donald Trump, and you can tell it's Jesus. And so anyway, so you kind of see the, the, the crown of thorns in the foreground, uh-huh. right? And kind of, you're kind of raking across the top of, of Jesus's face. And then there's the hand uh, with a big nail in it, blood just flowing down. Oh. And Donald Trump with this angry, horrifying, you know, look on his face, you know, hammering away at the nail. Um, And he's he's, so the the caption, uh, this is what, uh, according to, you know, Carrie's, this is what, these are the words that Carrie's putting in Trump's mouth. Sure. Jesus was a loser. A failed carpenter. He's a savior because he was crucified. I like people that weren't crucified. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. Uh, he uh, Carrie also includes a, a voter registration link. Um, you know, he's 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 doing the Lord's work here. Actually, he's he's making these horrifying images um, of Donald Trump getting some press doing it getting attention doing it yeah and it's all part of um a voter registration and get out the vote mm. effort to uh try to you know stop the trump administration uh during these midterms as yeah. much as possible by yeah. getting you know democrats in office um yeah. and then hopefully getting the man out of office in what three more years or before <sighs> Yeah, I would love that. That'd be great too. That would, that would be awesome. There are people working on that too. Either but. way, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, there you go. He's a. He, any way we can get at it, I'm okay with Jim Carrey making paintings. It's the best thing Jim Carrey's done in a long time. <laughs> oh my goodness, the paintings. Um, I'm going to take us to Israel, Woo. where. Uh, Israeli uh, airline El Al 
Hell Owl. Has made a an announcement. The Owl. Is that what that means? It, no. El Owl? I think El may actually mean God no. in, in Hebrew. Really? Yeah, as in Israel. Oh. Might be. I, I'm not, I, somebody's going to tweet something at you. I think I know that. his name, too. Uh, anyway, um, or, we'll, or we'll just hear from, uh, from Rabbi Gregor. That's what I'm saying. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, anyway, El Al has decided, has finally come to a, a thing. They've been breaking the law. Uh, oh. And they've done it a number of times. I did not know that this was a law. This was a law that was passed uh, fairly recently. Um, an Israeli law. An Israeli law. Okay. Um, in 2017, uh, a Jerusalem court uh, ruled that, airline, that the airline uh, is prohibited from asking women to move to another seat because ultra-Orthodox men don't want to sit next to them. Oh, uh, this is there was an occurrence just a couple months ago. This is just this just continues to happen. Um, they want to cater to their ultra orthodox male right. clients. And right. these guys like these guys go to crazy extremes to not sit next to or to not like experience the, it's cooties. They're afraid of cooties. Well, this is the famous picture of. The guy with the like the the the, the, the plastic dry cleaner bag. bag. Yeah, he right? put a plastic over bag head. over his whole self <laughs> as a condom, as a prophylactic, as a life against life condom against the estrogenic <laughs> nightmare that was next to him. Yeah, these guys will sometimes go onto planes wearing blindfolds and have to be led to their plane to, to their seat oh, to avoid God. seeing a lady. Oh my God! There's so, such it's it's ridiculous. But I'm assuming that these uh, these guys could be asked. They they could ask to move, right? Could is is the onus is put on them now, right? Like yeah, but if there's like, not a not seat available, ask the woman to move anymore, right? But right? if there's not a seat available that's not next to a woman, then he's stuck. Then fuck the guy, not the woman. It's right. his problem, right? Either don't fly or get over yourself. Right. Uh, and finally, that is now officially the El Al uh, policy, right. so they say. Now, <laughs> the thing that actually made a dent, it appears, is that uh, one, uh, a man named Barack, I think a man, uh, Barack Ilam, who's the CEO of a company called Nice Systems, which is one of Israel's largest tech companies, Decided that if they don't change their policy, they're just going to boycott the airline. Oh. Which, way to live up to your company's name. Yeah. If you're called Nice Systems, yeah, that's very nice. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Ilam right. said, at Nice, we don't do business with companies that discriminate against race, gender, or religion. Hmm. Nice will not fly El Al Israel Airlines until they change their practice and actions discriminating uh, women. So that's nice. Hmm. <laughs> it's nice. I can't. You can't not Me, say it. It's it's hard to avoid. Yeah. Notice my silence. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, so I. There you go. Uh, maybe, maybe they'll well, actually okay. stop being dicks to women. No. I mean. No. At no. least, at least overtly. Right. Um, Lord. There was a Shoshana Jaskal, co-founder of a uh, 
of Hebrew words that I can't pronounce, but it's a it's a women's organization hmm. uh, that fights extremism mm-hmm. in Judaism. Yeah, uh, said El Al's decision, and let's hope it stands. I think reasonable skepticism on her. Yeah. Part. Okay. Uh, came after high tech giant. Uh, came after a high tech giant threatened a boycott over discrimination. It should have come after complaints by women at being expected to move. It should certainly have come after the courts deemed it illegal to make someone move because of their gender. Wow. Nonetheless, uh, it's important because we must all push back against the increasing extremism that parades as religion. I know. Yeah. It's the world we live in. Yeah. And it's all religions. Why? Man, religious extremism is cancer. And it's just bubbling up. There. Oh, it, and it breeds and it bounces off of itself. It, yeah. It feeds itself. Religious extremism in Christianity uh, spills out as hatred against the Jews, and that foments Jewish religious extremism, which is hatred against has hatred against the Muslims, and then they, and everybody gets to hate everybody, <sighs> and uh, and then bombs. That's how that works. No, no, no more, no more. Come anyway. On, Kids, if you would like to uh, comment on this or any of our stories so far, write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Right. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click that like button. And while you're there, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It is a closed group. But we will let you in. And also, there's something new, guys. What? You're going to want to hear this. What? Uh, look for the TGI Atheist subreddit. If you're on Reddit, uh, you know how to get to the, the, the various subreddits. Just go. TGI um, Atheist. We just started it. TGI Atheist. I'll be moderating over there. Uh, and uh, we'll see how that we'll goes. See, we'll, see, we'll, we'll see what happens. So uh, we'll be posting show notes and uh, articles that are sort of related to what we're talking about. Uh, in that week's show and all kinds of crazy and then you guys come on comment and bring up the issues that you want to be bringing up and share stories and blah 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 so there'll be that as well Dan yes sir uh Rick Wiles oh we love him he yeah, is, he's a treat. He's a he's been a a, a nut job that we've been uh, featuring on the show it, lately. That's a poison well we go to all the time. <laughs> it, well, he's just he 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 doesn't disappoint. No, right? Like you can Pat Robertson disappoints. There are weeks when he just doesn't really step in it. Right. And every now and then he's downright reasonable, and that yeah. just ruins everything. And the 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 the. The nut job with the buckets of food, Jim Baker, uh-huh. um, he's, you know, the, sometimes it's just weird. It's not necessarily that offensive. Those those poor scathing slash god-awful movie boys, mm-hmm. they bought a bucket. They had to eat it. Oh, dear God. For no. a, a patron thing. No, no, no. Um, all right. So he, uh, <laughs> I didn't even know how to introduce this. Just, um, he's just on the topic it. of abortion. Uh, let's just, let's he's just, got let's re- just he, he, he know he's got really good, uh, solid information for all of us. <laughs> Judgment's coming. 
And don't think because Donald Trump's in the White House that that's going to save us. That's not going to save us. We're still murdering over 4,000 babies a day, still killing them every day. Let me ask you, America, when they slaughter a little baby in a Planned Parenthood baby butcher shop, where does that baby's blood go? Where does the baby's brains and guts go? Tell me where it goes. I'll tell you where it goes. It goes down the drain into the sewer system. And the blood of those babies is running through your town's sewer, under your street. The sewage pipes in your city carrying the blood, the guts, the brains, the tissue of all the babies murdered in your city today, going right into your city sewer system. You're actually drinking. You're drinking the baby's blood being recycled and going right back into the city water supply. Cannibalism. <laughs> oh, the the level to which he is just uninformed is Well, it's not just the un- like being uninformed is one thing. I love I you know, lots of people are uninformed. Yeah. Deciding that you know that you're deciding that you're not uninformed just here can, can, actually, just... actually, Dan, let's let's be honest. The man is just flat out lying. And he's he just lying. lying. He knows he's he lying. He knows he is lying, yeah. and that makes it even worse. It's just a disgusting little tale. Right. Well, I mean, and let us assure you, uh, listeners at home, no, no, the blood does not go into the sewer. No. And also, where is he getting the idea that, like, then we're somehow drinking the sewer blood? Because we drink sewer water, Dan. Well, I mean, I know I do, but most people don't. <laughs> That's Fair not enough. the water supply. No. Actually, there are a couple of places where they do have a really good water. Uh, they, they they actually recycle the water directly from the sewer. They pu- purify it and put it back into the water supply. And that's it actually works great. But that's not what he's talking about. Right. What he's talking about is weirdo land bizarro world where he where things work where like biohazards are disposed of just sort of down the drain just flush it it's fine fucking idiot like i i like i really dislike this man right like i find him despicable right because he is just one of those clearly he says whatever he needs to say types yeah and this is just disgusting be against abortion if you if that's what your understanding of the world has led you to fine sure but be honest about it yeah right don't don't weave tales don't 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 muddy the 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 issue in stupid ways right that anybody with half a brain can come along and uh and be like no you're fucking lying dude right yeah hello you're a liar look it's that's a lie yeah what you're doing but the thing is that a lot of his listeners are willing to believe anything yeah. if you say that this is what Planned Parenthood is doing, right? Because the Planned Parenthood would do anything. They would. They are. They, well, they're run by the devil. That first of all, their CEO is Satan himself. <laughs> uh, don't believe what you read on, in the mainstream media about the, about their CEO. No. It's Satan. Yeah, and uh, and he has he has his ways. He likes to stuff put stuff down the down the drain. That's just what that's is. That's how it yeah, does you know, it. and we all live downstream, Dan. And so, <laughs> right. It's uh, downstream from fetuses. That's where we live. 
downstream from the fetuses. Just throw, put them in the disposal. They'll they'll crunch up just fine. Oh god, Ooh, that was a little rough. That was, that was a little rough. Let's move on down. quickly from that to uh, some folks have written in, have called into us. Uh, we got some people to to talk to. Um, dear Frank and Dan, this is James from Australia. Oh, hi, James. I stumbled upon your podcast through your work with God Awful Movies. Uh, did you guys hear our God Awful Movies? Oh. Frank and I were on a, an episode just the other day, uh, out, uh, the other week. It was quite good, I thought. Uh, and listened uh, and listened to your show in my taxi between fairs. I love oh, that. Great. As a former Wiccan, I find the subject of Mormonism fascinating, and the two faiths have a few surprising things in common. Both, both Gerald Gardner and Joseph Smith, I assume Gerald Gardner is the founder of modern Wiccanism, uh, Sounds like a reasonable. claimed to have uncovered long-supposed knowledge, or long-suppressed knowledge. Both religions are heavily influenced by Freemasonry, and, as I found out from one of your podcasts, both have a male and female deity. Ah. Uh, the main differences are that Wiccans are, by and large, very proud of their goddess, and also embrace all sorts of woo, such as divination and fortune telling, mm. spell casting, etc. Sure. Uh, I, James also wanted to share this funny anecdote uh, that happened to him while driving someone home from a local pub. He says, "Upon seeing, thank God I'm atheist on the screen on the center console of the cab, <laughs> my passenger asked, "Isn't that an oxymoron? That's what they're going for." I replied, and I explained that the show fe- features two ex Mormons. Who only confused, which only confused her further. <laughs> oh, poor dear. It's tricky when you have a, a play on words as your, as your title. I know. Some people don't so get confusing. it. confusing. Oh, it's so hard. Ugh, I, right. I, I like to say that it's like, uh, that our title is kind of a, uh, hand grenade title. You pull the pin on the joke and you throw it. And then three seconds later, somebody goes, oh, I get it. <laughs> mm. Oh, Oh, that's mm, funny. Look at you guys being clever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, I have a voicemail, Dan. Yeah, play it. Uh, this is uh, from a listener down in uh, down in Texas. Mm. And he has a story to share about uh, related to something that he heard on, heard on the show. So I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and play it. Great. Hey, Frank and Dan. Uh, this is Chance from Texas. And uh, I just wanted to comment that I grew up reading books very similar, if not maybe exactly uh, like the biology Christian propaganda book that y'all read. Uh, We had tests all the way up until my senior year. I went to the same school from K-5 to 12th grade, and uh, we were taught that the earth was 6,000 years old, that uh, dragons were real and they were dinosaurs and people rode them. And the flood explained everything. And uh, surprise, surprise, that was the first thing to go whenever I started to question my faith. I actually called myself a theistic evolutionist uh, before I called myself an atheist. And, uh, and here I am now, an atheist. Uh, but thanks, you guys, for what you do. You, you guys are awesome. Uh, bye. Awesome. Thanks, Chance. Thanks so much, Chance. That's, uh, there you go. Good stuff. Yeah. We all have our own path. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, some of some of our paths include parents who indoctrinated us into something. Pretty yeah, silly. I mean, <laughs> so many of us, most of our listeners uh, have have been down one of those roads. Every now and yeah. then, somebody in the members only lounge will be like, "You know, I didn't. I was raised uh, 
as an atheist. And I, my response, my not online, but my initial response is always like, well, aren't you special? Great. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, because I'm jealous. I don't. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. Some, you know, some people were raised wealthy and some people didn't have to put up with fucking three hours of church every week. That's I great. I mean, it really is great for them. It's nice. Sure. I kind right. I really am jealous. We probably wouldn't be doing this show, though. No. If we'd been raised atheists, it would have just been like, well, I yeah. do a show about atheists. Imagine all of the uh, all of the time we, uh, the extra time we would have, because we wouldn't have this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doug God wrote, damn it. Doug wrote into us. I'm going to read Doug. Uh, Doug says, hi, Frank and Dan. I enjoy the show. Thank you for that. In episode 342, while discussing a homeschool biology book, speaking of oh, that wow. biology book, you mentioned that evolution, because it happened in the past, is relegated to being a theory. Uh, this is similar to saying that evolution is only a theory. I don't think that's what we meant to imply, but I think this is, it's good for, uh, for us to be clear about this. Mm. Uh, Doug says a theory in the scientific sense is a set of ideas that accurately explains how our world works. Mm -hmm. We know it's accurate because it's continually challenged and supported by testing and observation. Gravity is a theory and always will be. Evolution explains the biological world just as well. Uh, both theories, gravity and evolution, are still developing and subject to amendment uh, as we learn more. Mm -hmm. Gravitational waves were measured for the first time in 2015. Uh, every time a new fossil or DNA evidence comes to light, it serves to explain evolution further and somehow never contradicts it. Mm. Uh, so mm. crea uh, creationists aim to disprove the entire edifice of evolution by under uh, undermining individual observations usually by taking them out of proper context. Um, so anyway, yeah, I, I think the point that we were making, because this book that we were talking about calls evolution a hypothesis. It doesn't right. even reach theory levels. Right. Uh, and yes, the point is, it is a theory, and that's actually impressive. That's, that means that it has passed so much rigor right. and so much scientific testing, and it always is shown to be correct. So yes, the fact that it is a theory, uh, far from making it, calling it into question in, in scientific terms, it makes it, uh, right. Solid. So, right. And, uh, and for the rest of us, no less a fact. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a fact. Yes. Evolution is factual. Yes. Thank thanks. you. Thanks for that, Doug. Uh, <laughs> Do we have some folks to thank? We do have people to thank, Dan. We uh, we owe our our thanks. Holy shit! We have people to thank. Oh, good. Um, yeah, we have uh, we have two new patrons. Okay. Um, on Patreon this week we have a new uh, faithful okay listener. Great, uh, Spencer. So thank you, Spencer, thank so you much, so much. Um, and then uh, Dana has come in at the venerable level. Wonderful. So thank you, Dana. Um, both these kind folk went to our website, thankgodimatheist.com, yep. and clicked on the support tab, followed it over to Patreon, uh, and where they made a pledge of support per episode right. that, that we uh, that we issue. Uh, the, the, they chose. Now, listen, folks, yeah. if, you, if you think, uh, here's the thing. <clears throat> For us to even sustain our levels uh, on Patreon, we lose a lot of patrons. Uh, every week too. There's a little churn, you know. Uh, we need we, you know, you hear us thanking someone, people every week, 
we need more in order like we're like there could be we could be thanking a bunch of people and still have a net loss yeah that's possible yeah, so that uh, actually happened if you feel at all compelled uh to to show some appreciation for the work that we do we really appreciate it if you would join the legions of beautiful people mm-hmm. who are actually helping to keep this damn boat afloat yeah uh and there's one of them that we need to especially thank absolutely our top donor the 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 i like to call her the archangela the lord and savior of our whole podcast (laughs) and and she's uh, uh she's she's our top donor still you know if anybody wants to take her down it is possible it is possible to do you can uh, do it. So, uh, so maybe you're feeling it. Maybe it's maybe this is the week that maybe next week is the one that Angela goes down. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, but thank you so much, Angela, for everything that you've yeah, done, you're and amazing. thanks to all thanks of so our much. patrons. Uh, and let's uh, let's skedaddle on to the next segment. Let's do. Okay, Dan. So, this world we live in—it's—the it, it, wheels are coming off, Dan. Here's the problem, uh, as I see it. It, the human world, mm-hmm. is full of people. That's the problem with it. That's the real problem: is that there's <laughs> so many people, and we, where while we are the the most intelligent species our Earth has to offer, we're not that bright. We're kind of pretty much across the board yeah and we're not well we got some smarties who are figuring out some amazing shit all the time yes we keep we and that's how we keep convincing ourselves that we're smart yeah and then unfortunately we keep acting like idiots and assholes just because we figure out how to do a thing doesn't mean we figure out how to actually like live together how to people well (laughs) just be good people right Uh, constant struggle with us it is it's it's my favorite quote from ee cummings Uh which is he's there's a a poem called humanity i love you and one of the lines is humanity i love you because you continually find the meaning of life put it in your back pocket and sit down on it (laughs) and i feel like that's what we do yeah and one of the ways in which we are fucking sitting on the meaning of life right now is that we are treating each other insanely badly and we're separating ourselves out into our tribes oh, because know. humanity loves its tribe. I know. And then we just we don't question the logic of anything, we don't question the humanity of anything, we just protect our tribe. Mm. And uh in this modern time in this Trumpian era, it's more important than ever to just expand your tribe to everybody. Yeah, why not? You don't have to give up on tribalism. Just make your tribe everybody. I don't know. There's some people who live in my building, Dan. That uh, They're in your tribe, Frank. <laughs> they're in your tribe. They may be the asshole in the tribe, but they're in your tribe. Yeah. And that's the point. The point is that there are assholes everywhere, and you don't have to like assholes. Yeah. But you do have to, like open yourself up to humanity and one of the problems that we're experiencing i was you know as i was doing research for the show today i saw headlines i saw several headlines that just got me worried uh one of the headlines at uh at rns that's the religion news service Mm. was in europe religious minorities face mounting hostility and harassment Mm -hmm. Uh, oh yeah 
uh, just this week, uh, was it the Netherlands that actually passed a, a Burka ban? Mm-hmm. They've now joined... Or, uh, or Denmark? Or maybe it was Denmark. I think it was Denmark. It was Netherlands? I, I don't know. Anyway. One of those places. Uh, they're they're kind of... They're not really all that close. But anyway. Um, they're the same thing. Let's just <laughs> forget it. Look, if you live over there, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Anyway, there I'm is an, sure another the country in Europe has fallen to this kind of thinking. Right. Uh, we talked about Austria on the show not too long ago. Yeah. And there's just this... Well, A, it's xenophobia, but an, a hostility that is that is starting to build toward these communities. Um, I was reading an article. Um, it was a, a woman, a, a Muslim woman uh, living in Vienna. Right. Uh, I believe that she she's an immigrant to Austria, but she's been there for quite some time. Sure. And she was talking about how just 10 years ago, um, she, she really, she felt like Austria was her home. Yeah. Um, and, uh, something has changed in the last decade. And she says that, and, 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 you know, it's all just what she's reporting back from her community, mm-hmm. but that women are, they, they all report being looked at very differently. There are long stares. There are, mm. people are focusing their attention and menacing on, stares and menacing stares and focusing their attention on, on, on their neighbors who've lived there for quite some time, quite some time. And, and it's home. It ain't hurt, become ain't home. hurting nobody. They're just part of the community. Yeah. The same thing happens here. I mean, well, now we've got also the Supreme Court of these United States. Oh, God bless the Supreme Court of these United States. Oh. Uh, they just approved trump's travel ban they just upheld trump's travel ban which is very clearly he used the term muslim ban he's trying to ban muslims not from the countries that he likes right not from saudi no no because i mean it's not like they have ever produced any muslim extremists or it's not like (laughs) all of this all of the extremists who fucking create, did the worst terrorist attack in the history of this country didn't come from Saudi Arabia. It's not like that's the country right. we should be worrying about, apparently. Right. There's no logic to any of this. No. This is just hatred lashing out blindly. Right. And that's, and that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, and, the, and so, I, but one of the things that I wanted to bring up on this show is that for the longest time, for a long time now, Members of our community, the atheist community, have blithely and just sort of gleefully said things like, I hate all religion, Mm. I think all religion is terrible, and blah, blah, blah. And people still say that, and and they love to say that. Well, as long as you're talking about the set of beliefs and the worldview and all of that, I, 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 like... Okay, you, that's that's. Easy I, I am gr- very angry right. at times, um, especially about Mormonism. Right, and I'm I'm sure those words have have come out of my mouth about Mormonism. Well, but and, I do not. And mean I agree. People. And I agree with right. with uh, with Hitchens, who you know, when in his subtitle to his book that said how religion poisons everything. I think religion does poison everything. Yeah. I don't think it's useful. I think it's terrible. However. Yes. That sort of rhetoric can easily tip, if you're not careful, into 
like other well, rhetoric. I hate Islam easily translates into I hate Muslims. And if you start to say, well, Islam, well, I mean, if you look at it, Islam is the is, you know, they're the religion that's all about that, you know, that's causing the most, uh, you know, violence. And they're the religion that's blah, blah, blah. And what regardless of the truth of that claim, mm-hmm. you're fomenting hatred mm-hmm. and you're you're and care is not being taken. And the problem isn't the problem is that yes, we should be very, very concerned about terrorism. Mm-hmm. But, but, but we need to be as concerned or more about hatred that that's happening because once you start to look at Islam and you start to say, aha, they're the violent ones, they're the terrorists. Well it clearly isn't. It translates to how you see someone walking down the street. Well, right. Yeah, absolutely. And if you do that, you're you're making a horrible error. Right. Yes. If Islam was strictly just pure violence, if Muslims were all purely violent, right? If, if that was the the sole there goal, are what, a of, billion and a half of them, we wouldn't be able to control them. Right. Yeah. Exactly. If they all were like hell bent on destroying us, they would have done it a long time ago. Yeah. The whole world would have exploded. <laughs> <laughs> These poor people. Who are fleeing horror. Right. And we are denying them entrance when we formerly had a robust refugee program in this country. Fuck people fleeing horror. We're not allowing tourists to come in. Yeah. Yeah. And feed their tourism dollars into our economy. Yeah. Like, yes, the asylum seekers are, that's a huge issue and and it's shameful how the yeah. United States of America is currently handling right. asylum because seekers. quite frankly you make a good point these people they want to come they want to be tourists blah 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 they probably want to visit family that's here whatever right um i am really worried about the people who are living horrifying lives right yeah. now they don't want vacation no and and why look, can't we let them in right and they would come here and be solid workers and work hard and like contribute like crazy to our society that's all they want they want to a society where they can live in peace and contribute yeah and we're saying no to them yeah and 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 trying to send them all back to places of of great uh strife Mm -hmm. um but yeah i guess what i wanted to get to was we as a as a community of of atheists of free thinkers of humanists Whatever you, however you self-identify, mm-hmm. ha- cannot contribute to this hatred. Mm-hmm. Uh, even like, if you want to talk about extremism and violence, you have to be careful. Mm-hmm. You, we have to be more careful with our words, with our with with our rhetoric, because because fomenting hatred, even if you hate what religion does and what it stands for. Fomenting hatred against religion translates super quick and super easy to hatred against religious people. Mm-hmm. And it's unsafe and it's and it's what's making this world slip into some awful I mean we're you know th- this is what this is what creates more violence. Mm-hmm. And and you know we're we're less than a century from the last time this went bubbled over i know and it bubbled bubbled over nasty yeah so this is our call 
This is the official, thank God I'm atheist, call for civility. Not not to people in a restaurant, though that's another thing. The whole Trump calling for civility to oh, and whatever. Fuck that Fuck shit. all that shit. Yeah. Fox News going, oh, be civil, really? You're, you're going to call us everybody else out for <laughs> civility? No. This is about watch your fucking language everybody watch your rhetoric uh-huh. and uh and how about how about we uh so love instead of instead of hatred yeah let's... just work hard at that work at engendering love and yeah. work at engendering acceptance yeah and you know you that doesn't you don't have to ignore reality to do that right all right that's yeah. that's my soapbox yeah i uh <sighs> I don't know if it's enough to turn the tide, Dan. It's not. It's not. <laughs> just. It's not. A, look, I'm not even talking about turning tides. I'm just talking about act right. Yeah. Yeah, we need to. The fact, Atheists, that, the fact that other people aren't acting right is not yeah. a reason for us to act wrong. Yeah. Absolutely. So. We should be. We should be enlightened. When they go Dan. low, we go high. Yeah, that doesn't work. No. Um, Look, it's not about it's not about them. It's about us and who we are as a people. And it's about and it's about like making the right difference. It's, it's an enlightened message, Dan. Make the right difference. That's all I'm saying. It's, it's pretty amazing. You okay? <laughs> I love that you're trying to undercut it right now. You know you agree with this. <laughs> So giving me shit right now and undercutting it, <laughs> an interesting tactic on your part. That's all I'm saying. You've gone to an interesting tactic. <laughs> oh, you know, I can't just let it lie. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if you too would like to call out Frank for his... <laughs> or call me out. It's yeah. fine. Uh, you can write to us, podcast at thegodamatheist.com. Or... Call and leave us a voicemail message. Yeah. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheists. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group, but we'll let you in. Yes, sir. Also, something new that you might be interested in, because we know there's, like, tons of you on Reddit. Yeah. Uh, we now have our own subreddit. Uh, TGI Atheist is the name of the subreddit. You guys don't know how hard it is to make a new subreddit. It's impossible. We (laughs) managed it. So get out there. The paperwork. Get in there and and make it successful. Um, Yeah, so there'll be show notes and all that kind of stuff. And hopefully lively lively yet civil. Civil, for God's sake. That's all we accept around these parts. That's right. Um, Hey, speaking of civility, thanks so much to... Mackenzie for her hard work on the Facebook page. Thanks so much to Sarah, Danny, and Amy for their work as moderators of the Members Only Lounge. And thanks go out to the Red Rock Hot Club and Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. Go on to iTunes or whatever your podcast listener of choice is, and uh, why not give us a nice little five-star rating? Also, uh, Dan, yeah, uh, Patreon. Go on over to that campaign, guys. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Uh, thanks so much to everybody. Thank you guys for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Bye. Bye.